0: Hello there, and welcome to EverPals.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome
0: back. It's been a little while, but not as long as last
1: time. Uh, I think it's only been, what, two weeks? Yeah, two weeks. We've been busy, though. We're making progress. Who's been busy? You have. So,
0: yeah, last episode, we talked about me really not playing EverQuest much anymore, and we have an update. What happened? What happened? So, after our last episode, after as much as you talked about, how you were enjoying the game again, and really enjoying uh, the new guild, everything going on with that. I said, let's give it a try. And so when I logged, I resubscribed, logged back in, and I saw on the character select screen, I saw Polly, I saw Yarnax, uh, Carl's on a different uh, account. I didn't really activate that one. But I was like, you know what? These stories have been done. So uh, we talked about. I talked about maybe making a wizard, but I noticed I had a level uh, 40 wizard already on there. Uh, named telsey and so i've been playing that wizard and leveling that wizard up
1: put me in your your headspace for a minute and um you know talk Mm -hmm. me through all the decisions you have to make to like come back to everquest because um you know obviously we've talked about you like quitting a couple times and coming back a couple times like where's your head at when you want to like come back and play and, you know, do all this leveling and gearing and everything. So I I like
0: to play MMOs period. Um, I was trying out world of Warcraft. Um, I, I like the game. I remember what it used to be. I don't like classic that much. Also there just wasn't a group of friends that I could be like, Hey, let's go do something together and we could go do it. Um, I noticed, you know, you, you were one of those people that I contact um, to go and do something. Uh, Vimy is another one of those people. And Inigo. And I think all those people together are all in the same guild. Um, And then the guild is just kind of, from what you said, is more organized. And especially in the raids. So, for what made me want to come back was I I, I missed those times. Um, But I'm trying to think um it just it sounded different to me it sounded better like everything you were saying like was problems that i was having reasons why i wanted to quit and it sounded like a lot of those uh, would be alleviated in this new guild
1: do you think having a more successful guild a more um you know a guild that's able to complete content is going to be a turnoff to you because i know you like like the difficulty settings um
0: well so um I guess yes and no, but more on the no side. So I do know there is another guild um, on Mangler um, that per, that has a strategy where they just rush um, content, meaning they just Zerg it. Uh, they have lots of mages and wizards and high DPS characters, and they just burn everything down. Uh, that sounds horrible to me. I mean, I understand, like, if that's what you play and that's what you enjoy and you just, like, rushing through the content and not actually doing the mechanics... Um then, uh, good for you. You Find your home, but for me that would be a nightmare I, I would hate that um I wouldn't want to raid like that at all
1: so. um The fact that we have like a lot of great players and a and a lot of players too means we're splitting content as well right which makes the 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 you know event a little bit more difficult because we're doing it with half the people, but we're only doing it with half the people for more gear for, for choice. The, there was a choice that you made to do with half people like, right.
0: Um, and I do, I, it is, a, it is a plus for me to have more mains, uh, than boxes. Um, and also it's not really a requirement for me to box. I, I know back in pals, <clears throat> if I didn't box Carl, we usually didn't have a full raid. Um, and I didn't want to have that. I, it really wasn't, there was really no pressure, but it was like a self induced pressure, uh, to box because I knew we needed the players. Um, but I understand with any guild, almost any guild, uh, there's going to be subpar players. And I, I don't mind that um, as long as they're actually, you know, at keys uh, trying and learning from what they're doing and not like purposely sabotaging
1: uh, a raid. And then you mentioned to me as well that there's, uh, you've been reached out to by the guild leadership just to, you know, see how it's going and see where everybody's at, which I was also reached out to at one point just to see how all the, the new pals uh, members in kith and kin are doing and you know um, i think that's cool because as a former leadership of of pals you know we didn't really do that
0: no um i don't know how many like transfers we got from pals i you know i know that there were several mergers uh, that happened one's like bloody rapiers um and then this is all before my time um there's a couple other guilds i think that kind of got absorbed by pals uh, but now you know pals is at the other end of it um, there's not very many of us, uh, that are in Kithinkin. Uh, I think just, uh, maybe like five now, uh, but it was, a, it was a really strange situation because I was only level 40, uh, when I joined and while, um, the guild is labeled as like, you know, a family guild and there's like a friends and family kind of tag, uh, most everyone is max level and is like, you know, raiding, where, you know, me at level 40, obviously I couldn't raid or do anything. And so I didn't have a lot of interaction with the current members of Kith and but I was really excited uh, by uh, Katsumi, um, who like reached out to me and didn't even mention the fact that I was level 40. Like it wasn't a big deal. Um, I guess I don't know if you spoke to him about me, uh, but he was just like, "Oh yeah, you'll you'll level up and you'll get to be a great wizard. No time, it's gonna be fun," um, and he's been really nice about it.
1: Yeah, and that's one of the things I've noticed about the new leadership in the new guild is I, I really like their uh, demeanor, you know? Right. They're really patient. They're really um, caring. Um, I was not the most patient, caring type of person <laughs> when I was an officer. Aww. So, You were in your own <clears throat> way. Was I, though? <laughs> yeah, you were.
0: Like if, if you could see somebody who was genuine and like was really putting forth an effort, then yes, I think you were patient and caring, but if they were just like abusing the system, I think you were, you could sniff that out pretty quick. You can sniff out bullshitters. Um, I think oh, for you know, sure that's one of your, your, your traits uh, that make you great. So I think you can pick out somebody that's not genuine.
1: What, um, well, so you've been back two weeks. Telsey has, you know, maybe two weeks of playtime besides the, pri- the level 40 or whatever prior to this. Yeah. Um, so two weeks on on the wizard, what are your thoughts on being a wizard so far?
0: I'm really enjoying it. Um, I like I'm doing things like um, checking min maxing for like uh, damage to mana ratio uh, spells. Um, I have to like see what resists the mobs have and kind of do different spells with that. But you know, overall the the life of a wizard is relatively simple. Uh, but I feel pretty effective when I get like 20k crits. Um, Even when, like, I'm, like, weaving in rains that go for, like, 6k damage each, um, and then weave in, like, a 20k crit um, nuke, and I feel like I'm really contributing. I see, like, the chunks coming off of the health bar from the mob, like, you know, 10-15% at a time per nuke. Um, I don't know. It makes me feel good. Um, I know there's a long way I need to go. I'm really short on AAs, and uh, gear is starting to be uh, taken care of, I think, um, I know we talked about this yesterday. Uh, we talked with when I was grouping with Anigo and Vimy. Um, they talked about how in Seas of Destruction there is a nice catch-up mechanic. Uh, once you get to level eighty, uh, the gear, the group content gear, is pretty nice. Um, now it's missing some of the focus effects, maybe, of the raid gear, and also it doesn't have the, quite the AC uh, that raid gear would have. But it's pretty nice. It's going to really catch me up and get me ready. Um, to survive and contribute in raids.
1: I think, um, and once you hit 85 too, you'll get all that overseer AA, which are overseer experience. Sorry. That we can talk about here in a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, are you turned off by the mercs so far or is that something? A little bit,
0: a little bit. So, um, I wish they weren't so powerful. So (laughs) we were, um, and then and that is the uh, end game zone for group content. Uh, there might be like additional zones for raids that I don't know about yet, but for group content, that's the end zone. And um, we were with uh, Kara, that's Vimy's uh, Shadow Knight, uh, and they were tanking, and then um, she had to leave uh, for dinner or something, and, and we used the uh, Merc. We used Inigo's, um, what you call it, uh, Warrior Mercenary. And it did fine. Like, it didn't do as great, but it did fine. And it was like, really? Like, we have this raid-geared Shadow Knight tanking for us. And it wasn't simple, but, like, things were going uh, just fine. And then we pull out the the tank merc, and things were still fine. Uh, we did end up uh, wiping, I think, because there was an issue with, with aggro. Um, so, like, I don't, maybe eagle like, wasn't close enough to the Merc for it to like establish aggro or something and then he died and it was like a cascade of death after that. But, <laughs> um, but, um, I, I don't think they take the place of a, a well-boxed character or especially like a main character. They don't take the place of a main character that plays their class well. Um, they do take the place of somebody who either isn't boxing effectively or doesn't know how to play their class. Um, but I think they're a little too overpowered.
1: Um, well, that could lead us into, uh, we have a friend yes, who we have a friend. has just unsubscribed from all his accounts. Um, he had lots of accounts today. He had about three, four, three, three accounts. Okay, yeah. Three I accounts. believe. Um, and he's, he said that Mercs are, they ruined the game. They ruined it for him anyways. Right. Um, and I don't. I don't know if I agree with him or don't agree with him, but, um, you know, it'd be interesting to talk about what we think is going on with, uh, with, with this whole thing, you know?
0: Yeah, that was, um, I think I mentioned it. That was the reason why I quit EverQuest, um, back during live, uh, when I was playing on POVAR, I was playing a warrior and I was a mildly geared, uh, raid, uh, raid tank warrior. Um, but, i was just being replaced by mercenaries people would have um the journeyman 5 mercenary uh tank and it would do a better job than me it had more ac it had more hit points uh it didn't aggro quite as much as i did but the survivability uh for that mercenary was much more than mine and i was just asked to dps and as a warrior that's not your job and so i was like what's the point anymore i'm just going to be replaced uh, by these mercenaries from this point forward and um and I was just kind of disheartening. And so that was my reason for leaving uh, back then. So I, c- I can understand um, where where he's coming from. Uh, like he plays a druid. They're not the most efficient healers of all time. They're great healers. I'm not saying they're bad healers. But um, they have a lot of other utility that they bring to the table. But the healer mercenary uh, does a does a great job. Um, I think the healing mercenary is one of the better parts of the mercenary system, uh, but I, I get it. I see. I could see why he left. Um, sad to see them go, but I get it.
1: I um, I don't know. What he had told me was that his druid sucked, and that he needed basically the mercenaries to keep his his main ranger healed. And well, you know, I. <laughs>
0: I see the problem with that is, you know, keeping a main ranger healed um, during current content. Right. Um, Now, rangers are not, I mean, they can tank, but I think that cascade of having a ranger and having a druid, like, both are great, but less effective than a pure tank class and a pure healing class like a cleric. Um, So, yeah, I think those two things combined might have made it difficult.
1: I just i i i disagree with this thought process on it because you know I, my combo is the beast sword rogue druid and I'm not going out trying to tank with the rogue and thinking that you know I'm going to be in Corefax or the end game content killing okay. with with the rogue tanking and stuff like that you know I, I'm I'm if I have my little trio here I'm going to run a tank merc and a healing merc and I'm going to use all my ADPS and assist heal classes to do what they do and, you know, get some experience. Um, I don't think mercs ruin it for anybody. I just think how you have your classes set up and how you want to play the game um, is all going to depend on what you use and what you're looking to get out of. Of course, a healing merc is going to be better than your druid merc or druid, you know, box, but right. Like that's Um, what it's there for.
0: Right. So let's take your situation as an example. Like you were saying, you have a main rogue, uh, you have a beast lord, and a druid. And you said you would pop like a DPS merc, a tank merc, and a healing merc. Like right. you're going to be an effective group. Uh, you're going to have basically everything. I know with your rogue, you can do some pulling shenanigans. Uh, but you you know have a basic group and be able to do uh, pretty much, I would say almost any content, uh, any group content. Now, you're not going to be as effective if, as, say, if you invite... Car um, out to tank, um, and invite ego to pull, and then have somebody else, you know, come in as a dedicated healer, um, or even add someone like me, like his DPS, like it's not going to be as good, but it still allows you uh, to play on your own. And, you know, I think we're missing uh, the one of the big key features is uh, back during live, we had lots of servers split or split out, uh, spread out, and not many p- people playing. So groups were pretty difficult uh, to obtain. And that's why they kind of added in the Merc as part of the reason why. Uh, Now on Mangler, there's quite a big player base. Um, I think there is. And, you know, if we didn't have Mercs, I think we would still have groups uh, able to be able to get combined. And so, like, I feel like they're not as needed as they were before. Especially now, people are boxing a lot more. It just wasn't as common back uh, during live to, to box that many characters. But... Yeah, so i a same go, um, you know, but I I, I think worry. I think
1: it'll be something to keep an eye on here, um, because I right now I'm I'm appreciative for the mercs, you know, um, we m- need some extra heals. Let me just spawn my healing merc.
0: And, yeah, how long do you, you know. think the tank mercs are going to be able to stand up? Like I'm, we're looking, you know, towards Underfoot coming out. I think in March, um, in a, in a couple of months. I I've heard you know scary things about Underfoot. I've never experienced it personally.
1: Um, I think it's the raid content for Underfoot and nothing else. That's what's really hard. Oh, okay. Um, I did hear I'm from sure the mobs that, hit hard, but yeah. you know it all depends on what content you're doing, right? So, right. if if we are in core effects getting level eighty five or ninety, then you know we we have <clears throat> uh, basically move the content around what we have and what we're what we have available we're not trying to go into the end zones and um you know with two mercs and and one person and trying to solo all that content we know what we're capable of doing like you and me going into loping planes last week or this week
0: yeah i could actually was able to solo in loping planes uh at level 79 with a Castro merc um mm -hmm. because they did more dps than i was doing um, at level 79. Ooh. And so I had, I think 14,000 hit points and my AC was like at 900. I popped the, the DPS merc, a caster merc. They had 23,000 hit points and 2,100 AC. So like they were essentially like where like better than Yarnex was, um, at level 75 granted. Um, but it was just like really that much AC, that many hit points for a, a caster merc. But Anyway, yeah, I think they're a good uh, addition to the game, but I do like that a real player playing their class uh, as intended um, should be better in a group. Agreed. They also don't provide any um, experience bonus for a full group. Um, No, they do do that. that. So real people are better.
1: Now, here's a question for you. What's up? I forgot to bring this up a little while ago, but... Well, where does the name Telsey come from? That's completely random. Um, I just kind of
0: made it up. There's there's nothing there's no lore behind it. There's nothing it's just a made up name. I have That's a That's not like you at all. I know. Uh yarnex was completely made up. Um that was a completely made up name, has no meaning, has nothing, uh no tie ins. Uh same with Neonite. Um Dalathar has um loose uh, tie in with um a Dalamar. Uh, it's a, a, a dark elf wizard from the Dungeons and Dragons, Dragonlance. But I think that's the only one really that has a tie
1: in is the
0: Dalathar. <laughs> yeah. Most of them are just kind of made up. I just kind of sit there and rack my brain for something.
1: Um, yeah. I don't rack my brain that hard. We got spanking, <laughs> pounding, beaten, poking. <laughs> yeah. Flexing. Yeah. You, you know, they're easy. They're easy to come up with. So yeah. No, I just I, I have
0: several, but it's difficult for me to like make a new character um that has like that kind of fantasy name. Um you know, I made like Carl, um obviously like Carl Weathers the actor, but um I'm trying to think of any other characters that I've had.
1: That's why you uh, just like... need to be perverted like me and just... <laughs> Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> the butt cheeks clan. <laughs> yeah, fucking spanking butt cheeks. Oh. oh, I just had I had a thought. So you're gonna make one called spreadin'. Um
1: Spreadin'. <laughs> oh, that might be the next one. That might be the next one. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't I don't think I have a name for my my uh warrior merc yet. So uh spreadin' incoming. Spreadin' <laughs> Yeah.
0: Nice. <laughs> so yeah, so I, I just hit level eighty um yesterday, yesterday morning with Anigo and Vimy and with that
1: real quick shout out to Inigo Vemi and you a little bit me but um mostly those two for help leveling you up man
0: no the three of you have been great um it's you know really made me extremely humble and happy um that you know use as as many times as I've left the game and come back like I I feel bad but I'm, I'm truly enjoying uh playing now um I, I can never guarantee you like six months, a year later, if I'm going to feel the same way, but I, I have no intentions of going anywhere. I'm, I'm really having a good time. Um, you know, especially when all four of us are together, I feel like that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I am looking forward to like getting 85 and also like grouping with other people in Kith and Ken. Uh, not that I don't want to group with you guys anymore, but I just want to experience uh, some extra people, some new people, meet some meet new people, bring them into our bring them into our little group of four, uh, just to have, like, more fun. Uh, but, you know, if it was only the four of us and that was it, I, I'd be content
1: with that. I just, uh, I, you know, in PALS, I played for so long, I knew the people that were playing in the mornings. I yeah. knew the people that were playing at nights that fit my schedule. Um, and so it, it's difficult right now to, to know exactly who I can play with because it's been the holiday season. People were yeah. on vacation. So I, I don't know who's gonna get on in the morning and you know jump on with us but it's always available if anybody wants to come and hang out and uh to the new kith and kin listeners that we have hello and Hi. yeah you know come uh come group with us uh you know uh, i want you to meet uh my buddy here telsey
0: yeah we were having a good time uh especially me and anigo uh last night uh just blowing up the guild chat doing all kinds of inappropriate not Inappropriate, but what? inappropriate enough stuff, you missed out. Uh um, yeah, we talked about Telsey hand doing on hand jobs. Um so uh it, it got interesting, but you know, I I think that's just our little style. I think an ego has no filter and no uh gives no fucks when it comes to like saying what's on his mind, and I really like that. Um, and then you have uh Vimi or Kara on the other end, like super what you reserved, guys super really reserved, but you know, she really oh. comes out. In our group, and you know, and and says some uh, wonderful things and does, but it was like in guild chat. She's like, "Oh, the you know, one of the officers is on." Like there was like six officers on, and we're just going back and forth about telsey giving out a handy. uh but <laughs> we were having a good
1: time. Yeah, and i and I told you, I think that's part of what drew me to Kith and Kin. Like I wasn't mm-hmm. in guild chat before I joined, but I hadn't. I had already known. That Kith and Kin was basically Pal's 2.0. Like yeah. it's it, it it's a good place to be. I'm really happy that this is our our new home right now.
0: Yeah, I'm just looking forward to raiding. Hopefully, I don't know if it's this week or maybe next week I can start raiding. Um, but you know, seeing that culture, uh, being in the Discord during raids, hearing everybody you know talk how everybody kind of does uh, in raids, I'm literally looking
1: forward to that. It's been a while since I raided. It. You're going to love it. Yeah. Good stuff. So um, let's take a a little bit of a left turn here. I was going to tell you that I was bored at work and I was reading some forums and some old, like, lore and mysteries and stuff Mm -hmm. about, you know, Mayong Mistmore in in the zone of Mistmore Castle. Right. Back in the day in beta, Uh, I was reading about uh the megalodon or the the leviathan that was in lake wrath right and you told me about that i was um i came across a story about the sleeper Ooh, uh, okay. and the make a wish foundation and i thought it was going to be i th- i thought it was something that was nice to share anyways i um at the end of velius going into Lucklin – uh, there was a a young kid that had ALS or something, um, and they had Make a Wish come out, and he played EverQuest. Okay. Um, and he wanted to kill the sleeper, um, as part of his Make a Wish Foundation. And oh, so, so they, I guess, they brought him to uh, San Diego to Sony. And they set him up with, you know, some some artwork and, and people signed some stuff for him, gave him some merchandise. He got to hang out with Brad McQuaid and a couple other of the developers and GMs and stuff. And then they went to Sleeper's Tomb on mm-hmm. the test server. They had characters all on the test server. And they went and they spawned the sleeper and they tried to kill the sleeper. Right. Now, you would think... The basic, you know, Brad McQuaid's there, the creator of 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 EverQuest. Uh-huh. They're gonna kill the sleeper, right? <laughs> right. But the sleeper was so powerful that it ended up killing everybody, all the GMS, all the guides, all the <laughs> <laughs> all the developers. They did too. To good to have a job. And and this kid, yeah. And I was like, I th- I just I, first of all, I thought it was a it was a joke, but then I actually found like a uh, um, an article on it, and I was reading the story, and I was uh-huh. like, huh. That was so crazy that the sleeper was so powerful that they couldn't even kill it for the Make-A-Wish Foundation kid. <laughs>
0: well, yeah, didn't it have, like, unlimited death-touch abilities?
1: I, it was on a cycle, I believe. So uh, this, the sleeper was able to death-touch, but uh, it was only, you know, once a minute or whatever. Yeah, but it was but still, unlimited. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, I know um, one of the other um, podcasts... Uh the not the Forever Quest guys, but the uh Return to Ever Quest. Return Everquest. to Everquest. <coughs> um, okay. Yep. I um I did listen. They had a guy on there who had I don't know if he was an officer or somebody in the guild that killed him on sec And he basically told the story of how they killed him and it was actually a really good listen and I don't want to take anything away from them. If you're you're bored, go ahead and listen to uh Return to EverQuest. Yeah, definitely. And uh yeah, there's a that guy, he's from Louisiana, I think. He had a really thick accent, but <laughs> Oh <laughs> he he was definitely um Creole. Uh, you know, very Creole. <laughs> yeah, very Cajun. <laughs> um, nice. but the uh the, it was episode seventeen for Return to Overquest interview with uh Yu Yeni discussing the PvP server and killing the sleeper. So episode 17, if you're interested. Anything goes on the PV
0: server, I'm always like really interested in it because it takes a real coordination, especially the way PVP works in EverQuest. Like in PVP for EverQuest, everyone is against everybody, right? Uh, there's no factions like in WoW. There's no like safe areas you can go to. It's a free for all. I mean, I guess there's safe areas like Plain of Knowledge, Nexus, et cetera. But yeah, you got to really trust somebody. <laughs> Um, I,
1: you know, I've never played PvP. I don't I think either. it'd be interesting to play either because I don't think PvP works out so well on EverQuest. Right. Um, but I do know that um, that that interview with Yu Yenny that I was just talking about, he does talk about um how when Kunark launched, you had a if you wanted to come to Kunark, they had like an Ixar, guild basically. Right. And uh, you had to pay a a fee. They had people posted up at the ports. Right. You can't get in. You you can't get in if you're gonna be on their territory. You had to pay a fee to be there. You know. I like it. And if you didn't want to pay a fee, you know, they they would hunt you down. They'd kill you, or they would get word that somebody is in these zones, and they would come out and wipe you out. And I, you know, I don't know. I thought that was kind of cool that they had their own, you know, system. Right. I think that's pretty cool. Um, I would
0: like it. If, I know we're going off a little tangent, but I like it. Um, I would like it if you either, one, uh, you could not uh, PvP people of your own race, or two, there was like a good evil faction, uh, similar to like World of Warcraft, where you had like, you know, trolls, ogres, uh, dark elves, Iskars, you know, all in one, um, and then had, you know, the good races is another. I think that'd be really cool.
1: I think the human should be an evil race.
0: I think humans could like, so in World of Warcraft, um, the Pandarians, the panda bears, which are weird class, I mean, weird race, we're not going to get into that, but they can choose which side they go on. Um, And I think humans should be able to do that. They can choose. Um,
1: The same thing with the Eurydites, you know, if they go Shadow Knight or Necro, they should be be able to do this as well. You have like,
0: you know, the little gnomes, but then like you wouldn't know, because you'd be like walking up to a human and and you're like a barbarian or something. You're like, oh, hail, friend! And then they murder you, because they were the evil humans. So anyway,
1: I know there's a lot of requests for uh um, PvP TLP, but um, I, I don't think, think I don't yeah. think it would work, or I don't think they would do it either. Yeah, I don't think um, there would maybe. be enough people playing it. Um, I think people
0: would try it out, but I don't think it would be very long lasting. Um, yeah, I know that uh, Ion Blaze, uh, who was a uh, guest on this podcast, uh, he just put out. A YouTube video. Where he's like relaunching his brand for YouTube. So, you know, please give you know go check him out on YouTube. I am Blaze Gaming. I uh, want to give him a shout out because you know he uh, showed up on our podcast and he's yeah puts out some pretty good, good
1: content. Guy. Yep. But uh, that that was a perfect segue because I was just going to ask you. You did not agree with what he thought the new TLP should be, <laughs> and I was going to ask you. Um, it is getting close to. Probably them announcing a new TLP. Yeah. Um, and I was wondering what you thought. What What do you think the next one should be?
0: Yeah. So on his YouTube channel, um, he said that he would respond to anybody who replies, blah, blah, blah. So I posted um, for us both. Sorry if you don't agree with oh, me. congrats. But yeah, because I kind of keep it tabs on the YouTube channel that we have for EverPals. Uh, you should go check it out. If enough people watch stuff, I'll make more videos, but nobody watches it. Um, but where was it going? Oh, yeah. New TLP. So I played on World of Warcraft in the Season of Mastery. Uh, and what the Season of Mastery was in World of Warcraft is increased experience uh, for quests and killing monsters, but also more difficulty for the raid um, bosses. Like any raid content was uh, made more difficult, either through additional mechanics or just increasing the hit points of the uh, uh, the raid mob. I think this is relevant in EverQuest uh, because a lot of times... You can either just bypass mechanics, or even in classic, the mechanics are just not there. Um, I know, like I think Inurik, I think he like what grab fluxes, um, mm-hmm. and is that about it? Does he do a fear?
1: I think he, he does maybe... a death touch, I believe. Every minute, does he minute. Do death
0: touch? Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was just Kasach. Um, but you know, some of these are are not too difficult. I guess maybe I haven't rated enough in uh, classic to see how it is, but the raid content is kind of lacking. And I think it needs to be, it takes a little bit of work on uh, Dark Paw's end, but I think some of it can be like revamped a little ways. And I think that would be really nice to see in our new TLP. I don't like the free, um, the random loot. I do like free trade. I think that makes a lot of sense. So I think, you know, for me, a free trade server with um, uh, tweaking uh, raid raid content making it a little more difficult. Because um, I think it's just too easy. Uh and you know, people get bored of the ray content after, you know, a couple of months. But I think if you made it harder, um, I think that would bring um a nice crowd of people in.
1: So I did uh read on the forums. There was a couple posts about the new TLP. Uh people get excited. Some of these people love the grind one to fifty. I don't know why, but uh, yeah, I they <laughs> They they had some thoughts and uh, I didn't write any down, but from memory, I'm going to go over some some thoughts with you. Okay. Uh, there was an idea to do a completely opened live server, um, but the levels were um, locked, unlocked progressively. So okay, you you could start a beastlord, you could start a, Vash- a Vashir. a uh, you could start Ixar all the zones are unlocked all but right. to um you know to do content you know you can only get to 50 for the first 3 or 4 months uh you could only get to 60 you know the following couple months you could get to 65 so all these zones were completely opened everything was available right but you could only go and do content that was available to your levels so-
0: so they just you cap levels, but you don't cap zones, right? Is that what they're saying? So like yeah, you basically. could go to um, Blightfire Moors or Crescent Reach and do the leveling system there, which is which is much much better um, as far as like speed than anything in classic. Is that what you're saying? Hmm. Okay. Uh. Yeah. I guess. But you can but only then, do you're one gonna seven. On, Yeah, you're going to miss out on so much raid content and so much content because like why would you do um, Kunark, or why would you do? I guess you for epics. Um, but well, those were would, the
1: only those would be the only raids that you could do at level 50.
0: There are raids you can do in level 50 because um, Serpent Spine is a one through should I forget 70 or 75? It, mm-hmm. it can handle everything, uh, it has raid content. All you know, you can progress there. Um, if you just open Serpent Spine and just, that was all that you had, then you could progress all the way into a max level rating through there. Um, So it's like a, I'm trying to think of the word for it. um, Like a, it's, it has all the content it needs all in one expansion. Whereas like Velius, uh, Kunar, well, Kunar kind of has all the way up. Uh, Velius is in game only. Um, You know, there's, you could progress through. It might not be as easy. Uh, You might not, you might miss out on some really key items, but I, I like the idea. I think it could be interesting, Um, especially with all the expansions that EverQuest has. Um, I don't know when the last time they made like a level one um, expansion. I think it might be Serpent Spine with the Drakken, but that would be cool. I would would check it out. I don't know how it would be, but I would check it out.
1: I also saw um, like Let's Start the Progression at Omens of War. Okay, I, I didn't. Yeah, so that's the progression
0: of Omens of War. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that works. I, I know there's been talks about, like, uh, Gates of Discord, um, you know, starting there. But, like, why start there? I would say to start at Planes of Power. Because it takes a while to get up there anyway, and then it depends on how quickly you're going to release expansions. Um, but because nobody's is going to jump into Gates of
1: Discord right away. Well, I think that 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 was the point. Like, okay. um, it's or not gates to Discord, but uh, omens. You know, yeah. you go ahead and and um, you start there. Berserkers are released. Um, all of the classes are available. Basically, um, you're not missing out on anything. Mm-hmm. You just start from level one there. You can go do any content. You know, you don't have to worry about you know d- just doing anguish. You can, yeah you know, obviously everybody's going to level up. You get to 50, start doing Nagafin. You know, that all depends, but. Starting at at Do you you think people would actually do Nagafin
0: um, if everything else is available for them at level 50? I mean, I I know some people will, but I just, you know, with everything else that could be available and Kunark and Velius, like all the stuff from... Yep,
1: I think they would, because obviously tributes are still available. You still need to gear up your your characters. Um, You know, if you are level 50 or level 60, you can do the grind to 70 or 75 where Mm -hmm. Omens is, or you can... You know, you'll have guilds that get created that go through all the old content and work their way through progression and do the Planes of Power, and you'll have guilds that choose to just go straight to Omens and get leveled up and get geared and right. go through right. the content that way. I don't know. That, I mean, that's, that could be that interesting. Yeah, that
0: could
1: be interesting. One of the last ones I saw was, um I think it was like Kunark, Velius... Um, well, it wouldn't be Felius, but uh, Lucklin, they are open, okay? But uh, they are not unlocked yet to everybody, so Yeah, uh, I saw this too You could could start a Vashir and you would only play with Vashirs on Lucklin, you can't travel to any of the other places until they get to that progression and Lucklin is unlocked.
0: Yeah, there's no transport Um, between um, those areas
1: so like it would you can, start in classic. Right. Everybody that is in classic can do that content. Kunark would be open only to Ixars See, it's until. That's a problem. What's <laughs> a problem? What's the problem? What's the problem? Only
0: Ixars because they don't have clerics. Um, they don't have rogues. Uh, they don't have wizards. So they don't have like so much. They're so limited. You know, all they have is uh, they don't have warrior. Oh, they have warriors. I'm sorry. Um, so they have warrior, shadow knight, uh, necromancer, shaman.
1: Beast Lord, right? I think it would be cool though because they would be able to do content. Shaman would be their only healer. Okay, but for two months until it gets unlocked.
0: Yeah. But you know, could you imagine doing on with no clerics?
1: N- no, and they probably wouldn't do on for two months. Oh, I feel
0: like I feel like everyone would play on I mean, I guess there would be some people that play and then also Vashirs. Um they don't have you know, they don't have paladins, they don't have Shadow Knights. Um, they don't have clerics, you know. There's so much missing out. If now, if you balanced each class to like add those in, um, I think it'd make it more appealing. But it would be really interesting. I just, I just foresee most people playing on the main continent. Uh, most people playing like making a classic character, um, and then you get the like the small percentage of people um, that want to play that want the challenge and play only on Kunark. Um, I think you'd get pretty far. Uh, leveling like leveling only on luckland that sounds horrible
1: <laughs> for for a year until luckland gets unlocked
0: and who would uh, i mean there are people that would do it I'm, I'm not saying they wouldn't but who what normal
1: person would do that uh yeah those chaotic neutral people
0: <laughs> right i mean just like being stuck on the moon as a vashir where your where your uh, class options are limited and you're just missing out on so much uh so many abilities that are necessary because like i said no cleric right five Mm -hmm. shares can't be clerics Mm -hmm. um no paladin but you would you would
1: have people creating you know clerics leveling them up to 50 or 60 and just waiting for luckland to launch so they could get to the moon and group up with all their you know, Vashir characters and start doing Vexal and stuff. Yeah. But most of the people would be, you know, fight for Vexal already. They just wouldn't be able to clear content. I don't think. I don't know.
0: I don't think they'd be able to kill Emperor Shizura um, with no clerics.
1: Ooh. Yeah. Good call. I didn't even think about that. Yeah.
0: It's just, you know, this loss of a cleric, it's such a uh, necessary uh, class uh, for raids. Now we say it is because we have the ability to bring a cleric in. But if you couldn't bring a cleric in, would it be sufficient to use shaman heals? Is Shaman would Shaman be good enough um to heal uh, during this raid content? I don't think so. I think they would just run out of mana. But that could be interesting.
1: You would have to do something to like help uh you know like a hot rotation where and everybody's then, gonna yeah, heal. Neither all one the time. of them have
0: wizards. <laughs> uh, neither neither uh Vajir or Iskars have wizards. Or enchanters? No enchanters. No clarity.
1: Do X- X-Rs have enchanters? No, no, they
0: don't. They don't. No enchanters. So no clarity. So get wrecked. <laughs> no haste. Uh, they have, uh, Vashirs have bards. But
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, I, like I said, I think what would happen is um, people also, well, I guess bards would pull for Vashirs. And Iskars have monks. I forgot about the monks. Um, I think most people would make uh, old world. Uh, original uh, races, so they could play everything, and that would kind of defeat the purpose of it. But like, like you were saying, there would be those people that just stay on the moon for a year, and then, and then welcome the new people.
1: Um, yeah, it'd be crazy. I it think would, it'd be lots of fun, actually. I think
0: it'd be, I think it'd be fun, but I don't think it would be popular enough to for Dark Paul to maintain it. You know.
1: Hmm. Well, I mean, it'd only be fun until Lucklin, and then. I mean, maybe you would have people uh, in Crescent Reach. Maybe the the culture of the Drakens would be so widespread, everybody would have Drakens just to do end game content.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, Drakens like they could be almost any class, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and also we talked about Serpent's Spine is a complete expansion. So yeah, they, they you could make Drakens and be just fine in there, but you'd have to wait a long time
1: before everyone else caught up and so you could progress forward but i was just having dragons a... would be in the old world so you could probably actually get right which one the drakens
0: the drakens are where is go Mesa off of um yeah it's off somewhere in in the old world in, in antonica
1: yeah it's uh it's it's north of um high pass high pass yeah, yep
0: high pass so like it's there, but like you said, if if they're going to actually say that you can't, you know, go from expansion to expansion, um, then there'll be like a.
1: Oh no no! I didn't say they couldn't go from, exp- you know, you would just have to wait until it was unlocked, right? So. Yeah. The the um, the dragons. I mean, I guess technically would be available, wouldn't they?
0: Yeah, they would be available in this, but they would just be closed off in the Serpent Spine expansion, right?
1: but they would be in the old world where they could visit all the modern. I don't know.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, that'd be a technicality, uh, but yeah, Kunark and Luckland are definitely like, for, especially for Luckland, you have to get a port. Uh, there's no right. like zone in. You can go. It's only the Nexus spires. Um, Kunark, you have to take a boat. Um, there's no other way of getting around. You got to take a boat. You can't swim there. Uh, I don't think you can um and you can't walk there so yeah
1: the final option for a new tlp would be any class any race um combination
0: well i don't know if they called it a chaotic server but that would be a lot of fun now i've seen uh emulation servers have this ability where you can have like ogre monks um, things like this halfling monks wow that seems so cool uh halfling wizards (laughs) i would do it in a heartbeat. Um, yeah, that seems really cool. I know implementing this is really difficult uh, because one, um,
1: you know... Do you someplace... just make all the gear, all, all? No. I mean, you or could, do you restrict but... the classes to only... I mean, like, you make an ogre monk, but there's no monk ogre... You wouldn't ever be able to wear any monk-specific armor because they don't have ogre on it. You would have to tweak all the items to have
0: you could just remove the race restrictions on items. You wouldn't have to remove the class restrictions. So it could be like, you know, all warriors can wear uh, this thing. So you can have a high elf warrior uh, that mm. wears it. Now for monks specifically, and also I guess for casters as well, for int casters, there's no like large item, like for barbarians or uh, ogres or trolls. There's nothing large, like a you know, large size so they would have to remove, they'd just have to remove all the, um, some of the size restrictions too, because, you know, if it's like a medium shirt for humans and iscars for a monk, it wouldn't fit uh, an ogre or a troll. So they'd have to remove that as well. But I like the idea. I think that would be a lot of fun, put a lot of flavor into it. Um, I know being a specific race doesn't change a whole lot. Um, it does change things, but, not a whole lot to where it's going to be game-breaking. I think um, it's just enough flavor to make it interesting, but not so much where it would uh, ruin the server or make it
1: you know too difficult or too overpowered. It would be almost impossible for the Ogre Monks to get their tomes because um, they would only have two monk vendors, the ixars and right. the, the humans. <laughs> they and would so have they would, to faction. They would have to faction, yeah. And that would it'd be difficult, but it would be cool to see these you know, ogre monks and shit. Right. Or if you no. had a
0: half halfway necromancer, like where are you getting your spells? Um,
1: uh, you're getting them for Freeport.
0: Uh, they'd still kill you. If you go down there to like the Nuruk, Nurok place. Would they? Yeah, they would kill you.
1: They, they would see you as a necro. They, I don't think they would. Oh the human... yeah, you beat
0: a necro. Yeah. But what about if you want to go back to river, um,
1: would Rivervale kill you because you're I a necro Rivervale,
0: yeah they would kill you because you're a necro and also you like you'd be you know worshiping and they necro. just
1: wouldn't they wouldn't talk to you
0: yeah so there, i think there's faction issues along with that because like if you're going to origin like where are you going to origin you know if you're a um i mean like say you were a high elf necromancer you know they're going to be mad <laughs> they're <laughs> not going to have it so i don't know i think that's really cool but Those kind of minor details would have to be uh, worked out, to where, you know, maybe instead of, you know, uh, originating you back to your home city, it puts you um, to like where the Pok book is. Even Mm -hmm. though you know, planes of knowledge, uh, planes of power might not be out yet, it could put you there because those are usually relatively safe places uh, to to enter. And then it puts you close enough to the city where you make a decision if you want to go in or not.
1: What would be the coolest combinations you think?
0: Again, like anything ogre half halfling just kind of stands out to me. Um I a, Urudite a warrior. Monk. A gnome monk would be pretty cool. Um, a uridite Warrior kind of stands out to me. Like they could be paladins, but not warriors really. Um uh, ogre cleric <laughs> fizzling all the time. Or no, up, an, ogre, an, an ogre wizard. Like that's cool. Or troll ogre wizard. wizard
1: yeah high High elf shadow knight sounds cool
0: yeah i think a troll necromancer with you know in classic with the increased regen i think they would be kind of cool
1: that'd Um, be overpowered i think a little bit yeah
0: for classic they'd be pretty cool Um, i don't think they have the same regen as Iskars, but it's kind of close
1: yeah Uh, how about a, a gnome ranger that'd be kind of fun a gnome ranger a gnome druid,
0: <laughs> right? I, th- I think you know it's, it's going to be. There's going to be a lot, and I think it would be pretty cool. Because um, I think any
1: evil race as a druid would be, you know, crazy druid. Say. Wow.
0: Because then, like, what about the portends? Like, is you know they port uh, to the druid rings? Is there faction enough to keep them? I mean, them safe? They would.
1: They would need to port, and then uh, somebody would have to invis them as <laughs> as they were casting port. <laughs> right. Right.
0: Yeah, I, I think it would be cool. Um, I think it's relatively easy, but I see, I would see a lot of minor problems popping up like this. Um, but I think that's what make it interesting. Like you, you're not forced into making an ogre monk. Um, it's no. there if you want it. And yes. you can say, this is going to be a challenge, but you're going to be very unique. And w- as we know, in later expansions, your your race and class don't matter as much when you interact with, vendors and all that kind of stuff especially when planes of power comes out um even when i guess luckland comes out in Shadowhaven, um it's all kind of just uh, whatever i'm trying to think when the i guess velius you can go to thurgan and anyone can go there right mm-hmm. yeah and so like these kind of things like anyone can go ahead and vendor but i guess old world and kunark um you know it's still kind of difficult but yeah i think i think that'd be a lot of fun I think that's an actual. That might be a winner.
1: Um, yeah, but, you could have like Vashir druids, Vashir clerics. Those would be all all real fun to do.
0: Yeah, and I think you. I think what would be really cool is to mix the two ideas, where you can have any class, uh, any race, be any class, and also mix the um, the time locked or um, time locked based on race. So mm-hmm. you have like Vashirs that could be anything up on the moon, just you know, kicking it off, um, but. You know, that just takes some of the originality out of the idea. Cool. But I, so while we were talking about this, I was wondering something. How much is it, or how much investment, either money or time wise, is it for Darkball Games to make a new server? Like, they just have to buy extra computers and, and set them up? Or, you know, is it like $5,000, $10,000, $100,000? Like, how much does it cost for Darkball Games to make a new server? Hmm. Do you, I, I don't
1: know. It's yeah. probably pretty cheap, actually, because all they need is the s- server ability. Yeah, to they need the disk space. Uh, and the... I mean, with all, how often they're merging servers, they probably have extra servers just laying around, right? Right. And so,
0: like, I'm, I'm wondering why they don't make new ones, but I think maybe if they made too many new ones, it would dilute the other servers, and then there would just be a crash because the population would be too spread out, and people would be complaining about low population, and it would just die out maybe that's the reason i'm sure they have people uh thinking about this getting paid to think about these kind of things um and then here we are as players it's like throwing out ideas and you know you would hope that at some kind of board meeting at dark ball games these kind of ideas have been spoken of or at least reviewed you know hopefully somebody is like going through the forums and like this is what the players want is it feasible what do we think let's critically talk about it but who knows It could just be like Scrooge McDuck and uh, jumping into their pile of coins.
1: Mm, Yep, (laughs) probably. (laughs) All right. So, uh, I guess like the last topic I wanted to bring up before we end uh, this episode I was going to say, say, you you were
0: very on point today with your topics. And, you know, I I feel like I'm underprepared. I came in just like happy to be back in the game and just like focusing (laughs) on that in my mind. But you came with like talking points. And uh, good job, man.
1: Oh, thank you, thank you. No, um, we had a uh, COVID scare on my unit, so my unit is currently quarantined, and I only okay. have like six patients out of sixteen. Oh, so I'm done. So you had time. I come, I come in at seven o'clock. I'm done with all my stuff by ten, and then I'm just playing like uh, Killer Sudoku and uh-huh. oh, yeah. <laughs> and reading forums. So yeah. <laughs> Um. No. So the last thing that I wanted to talk about was the overseer. Um, something that you haven't got to screw around with yet, but something that I've been able to screw around with. Okay. Um, the Overseer, uh, for those that don't know, is like a game within a game. Um, the game within a game lets you get experience. Offline. Offline, yes. They have different, uh, you can only do five active quests. I think, um, without buying any extras, you, uh, get these, these party members and you can get them as a reward, but you go ahead and you get these party members and you have a a list of quests that you can, you know, select, you send a couple of the party members out on a quest and then when they come back, whether it's, uh, six, 12 or 24 hours, um, you go ahead and you get the experience. They can give you uh, character experience. They can give you what are called tetra drachms, which are like um, uh, overseer um, like, like currency. Uh, currency, yep. Okay. Um, you can get uh, mercenary experience, and you can get uh, like different ornamentations and stuff. There's a bunch of different rewards that you can choose from. Cool. Um, and you know potentially on these quest missions it gives you like a, a duration it gives you your success rate and um it gives you um you know like a a bonus if the the party member is a certain type of of character uh you know right. party member so um yeah i just uh once you get like level 85 you don't even really need to do any of those um those quests or you don't have to, like, experience, put any experience in to your character because my character gets, you know, 3% or 5% experience into the next level. So you can, you know, can all, so be, a, all AA experience in, right? Nope. So the Overseer does not do AA experience. No, I'm saying, so like, when you, you group with uh, oh, right, other right, players, right, yes. you're 100% into AAs. Yeah. Yes. So uh, if you die, you lose a couple percent. You'll get it back in one day with the Overseer, so... Um, one of the things I did read on online though, that some people were frustrated with is the fact that the overseer has the 24 hour lockouts okay. and 12 hour lockouts. And so say for, you know, for, I'll, will use me as an example. I go ahead and I work and I come home and I get online at eight o'clock every morning and I do the overseer experience. Um, well, if I if I get online at eight, my my quests aren't done till eight o'clock. So then
0: it It'll takes me five six
1: minutes. Yep. It's gonna
0: be eight o two. Eight six. <laughs>
1: okay. Eight, 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 eight 15. Next thing you know, I'm not doing uh, overseer stuff until ten o'clock in the morning. Yeah, you're, eventually believe. you're just gonna miss a day. Right. So I got you. One of the one of the common things that I saw that people were upset about was that they wish that it was like 23.5 hours or something like yeah, or that.
0: 23 and a half hours or yeah, 23 hours. Now they do that with some things. Um, they do that with the old man McKinsey missions, at OMM. I think those were every 18 hours, right?
1: I am not sure. You well, know, I'm not familiar with. So
0: um, that, you know, they refresh every 18 hours for, for that very reason, because you don't know when you're going to be able to play. Um, mm-hmm. And they want to make it daily. Um, I know these Overseer missions that you're talking about, they sound really familiar to me because this was a feature in World of Warcraft, and I think it came out during Warlords of Draenor, uh, which was an unpopular expansion, by the way. But um, I don't know which came out first, EverQuest version or World of Warcraft version. I'm sure someone out there would probably know. Um, Wafer, if you're still listening, you probably know that. (laughs) Um, So it was something I'm familiar with, and I liked it, but I also didn't like it. It seems like for EverQuest, it's not like an integral part of the game. Like, you don't, if you didn't do it, you're not missing out on a whole lot. But in World of Warcraft, if you didn't do these missions, like, you miss out on some really good gear. Like, you could get actual gear from those missions in World of Warcraft. And I like that EverQuest isn't, like, requiring you to do it. Um, But it's like a bonus if you want to do it. I think that's the way those kind of things should be set up.
1: Yeah, some people, some people do it, I guess, like in the, um, uh, I, you know, in the later game and they do it to get their experience. So you can basically level and never have to like level.
0: Right. You can get all the way like max out to before 86 comes out. Um, I think House of Thule maybe. I don't know. Um, Whenever level we, we get to push to level 90. But mm-hmm. yeah, like you're saying, that's a good way to provide your buffer from experience. Like if you're already capped out on um, AAs, uh, which, you know, you're not right now, but you will be soon. Um, yeah. And also, like you said, the cosmetic stuff, some people care about that. I, I know you really like cosmetic stuff uh, mm-hmm. for me, eh, whatever. It's just pixels, but you know, I, I get it. Like I don't, I don't downplay it because I know a lot of people really enjoy that stuff. And I, I, I
1: get that. Um, I just, I'm, I'm glad. I think it's a, a nice little addition. Hmm. And even if you plan on just grouping and killing that way, you Remember to do the Overseer every day, you'll get some nice experience or nice rewards out of it. No. Um, I haven't gone in depth to see what all the rewards are. Yeah. But that's something that I'm going to, you know, I think I'll start picking up in the future um, and seeing, you know, um, now can you the interact, interact with it. You can spend the Tetra Drachms on and right. stuff like that. So,
0: now can you interact with the Overseer interface anywhere, or do you have to go to a specific location to unlock
1: that? Nope, just slash over, and the overseer will come up.
0: That's good. You don't have to go to Pok or something weird.
1: No. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think. Do you remember like the mobile game that EverQuest had that would get you like experience in game or whatever? I don't remember the mobile game, no, but I do remember the card game.
0: Uh, There was a card game for EverQuest um, that was not popular, (laughs) but I I do remember playing that. So that game had the card game must have come out. during or before Seeds of Destruction, because that's when I quit playing.
1: Mm. Yeah, there was uh there was like a mobile game that they did that got you like experience in game or, or items in game. Um and I think the overseer was the answer to that mobile game because right. people were doing it but people weren't really playing it. Now if you're online you just go ahead and log in and do it. So but you have to right. be in level eighty five, I did want to mention that for anybody. yeah listening. I'm
0: working towards that. Um I think, let me check on time. Yeah, I want to briefly talk about that one thing, the Old Man McKenzie missions, the OMM. So people are mm-hmm. talking about OMM missions, OMM stuff. I thought they were talking about Overlord Madam uh the, the in-game boss for uh, Omens of War. But no, Old Man McKenzie, uh, this dwarf, and you get to relive some of the classic um, group content and also some of the classic raids, which is kind of cool. Um, The interface, how they kind of set up your character is kind of lacking, I think. Uh, I wish they had actual spell bars, like um, spell gems that you could click instead of it being completely um, AA interface, but it worked out pretty good. Um, We did this with, like, three people, and you get, um, like, mid-tier group content uh, for Siege of Destruction, Um, and then you also get uh, tokens which you can purchase uh raid gear uh I'm sorry not raid gear but raid level uh gear um like 900 or so hit points um it it provides a little flavor for each one of them you get like 3 AA's and you get you know a, a very tiny amount of experience but it's something new to do um and you can do them daily and I know Nego's doing them every day so we should probably after the podcast, hit him up. See if we could do one of those real quick. Um, but something to look forward to and see the destruction. I know you know a lot of you are on Mischief or uh, Thornblade, and so you got a long way to wait for it. But you know you could always pop over to Mangler, and I'm proof enough. You can level up pretty quick. Um, I really wasn't really dedicated with leveling. I just kind of here or there. But in two weeks, I went from level forty uh, to level eighty. Had a lot of help from my friends. Had a good time doing it. I've um, got a lot of nice gear and, you know, now there's always a good time, I think, to kind of catch up uh, in quest at this point. So
1: the proof is in the pudding,
0: proof's in the pudding. Like you can get in there. It's going to take some work. I'm not saying it's going to take work and you have to have like a support system. Like I have uh, my friends, you know, if you know somebody in a guild and that guild is willing to uh, piggyback you um, into the content, then yeah, but if you're just like a new person to start out, don't know anyone in Mangler, it might be difficult.
1: Uh, we will help you out. Just hit us up.
0: Yeah, everybody, like all the listeners.
1: Yes, all, all three of them. <laughs> no, we got we got quite a bit.
0: <laughs> We're getting up there. No, I'm just joking. Yeah, we got about a hundred, at least a hundred people like, re- like listen to us uh, consistently, and we appreciate all of you.
1: Every single one of you.
0: Yeah. I wish, you know, go in the Discord, you know, say hi to us, you know, uh, let us know what you like. We've been, I I know there's been uh, talk about additional lore episodes. Somebody um, mentioned to me they wanted some more lore episodes. So like specific to a zone or a couple of zones. So we might do something like that.
1: Oh, cool. Yeah, we can
0: do that. Yeah, we like lore.
1: Uh, We would just have to go to wherever you want to go.
0: Yeah, we'll do that um anything else i'm i interested to get on and play a little bit i have some work to do
1: i'm uh, actually sitting here in old bloodfields waiting for you to get on so we can start killing are we gonna do old bloodfields we can do whatever you want but yeah i have a camp and my campfire is down and i'm all set up waiting for you cool yeah we can do that and then we can see if anybody else wants to come join us
0: i know an is not going to come to Old bloodfields sure he will he is old bloodfields out We found a nice new spot, by the way.
1: Well, hopefully I can figure out where that is and we can go do that.
0: (laughs) All right. But for everybody else, uh, thanks for listening. Really appreciate you. Um, Yeah, please check us out on Discord. Uh, What else? Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Linktree. Yeah, Linktree's got everything. There'll be the the link you can check us out in the description of this uh, podcast. But yeah, anything else? You ready for outro music? uh yeah go ahead all right <laughs> um <laughs> yeah yarnx is back playing again yarnx and poking hanging out again uh, back out, in action babe back in action after music go
1: go